Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and we are broadcasting folks as we usually are from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank that is not going to tattoo you with that mega bank experience, you know what I'm talking about if you're at one of those big uh, monster banks, uh, give Renaissance Bank a try. Now, here's the deal. I've worked with Renaissance on a, with a number of my clients, and here's what I have found. They are big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to do it in a personal way with real people answering the phone. So go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Terrence Height Jr. Terrence is with Height Health. Terrence, welcome. Thank you, John. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. Let's talk about Height Health and how you're serving folks out there. Yeah, absolutely. So again, Terrence Height Jr. I've been in the healthcare space my entire career. So I started off as a registrar in an actual hospital. I worked in outpatient in the emergency room. And that's when I started to really develop a true passion for healthcare and, and helping people. Um, so over the years, I had you know, a series of different businesses. Uh, I like to say Height Health is a third iteration of what we've been trying to solve since I was in grad school, which is connecting people to care. And we finally finally been able to do that. So Wow. About being here. That's terrific. Yeah. That's terrific. Well, let's talk a little bit about that journey. Definitely. Why, why, what you, you said healthcare has been your career, right? Yeah. So yeah. why healthcare? Yeah. So, you why know, you're so passionate. Up, yeah. You know, growing up, it, it was always, you'll be, you know, a doctor or a lawyer. That wasn't what, you know, my family said. And so uh-huh. that was the only route I went. And, uh, what happened was I realized when I got to grad or undergrad, I didn't really want to do that. You know, and it kind of opened my mind. College did and showed me all the different opportunities out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, after trying a, a creating a, a music business uh, and I was doing a nine to five as, you know, working in healthcare, I realized, hey, there's a lot of disparities here. There's a lot of issues, a lot of problems, a lot of things that can be fixed. Uh, so in grad school, I uh, just ended up, you know, pitching that idea to my team uh, and we created a business plan uh, for a business called Connected Care. Did that for about two years uh, and then that pretty much just started the journey as to where I am now. So, Yeah, you know what, that's one thing I think we, I mean, we've got, uh, is it fair to say we've got diverse opinions in this country? Right, <laughs> yes, yes. But I think one thing everybody could agree on is the healthcare system is extreme, extremely complex yes. and and so, and I think you might in in a lot of ways say broken, right? Absolutely. That, that was one of my talking points back then was healthcare is broken. That's how I started the pitch competition. Off. Okay, and, and it is absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you're you're trying to take a bite out of that and right. and uh, uh, make that process a little bit easier, right? Right. Along the way. Yep. Um. So, so it's really the the, I guess the business and the access part of it for you as opposed yes. to delivering care exactly exactly yeah. we, we try to be that that connector in the middle mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's what the first company was connected care so that was our goal is how can we be that intermediary because we understand both the healthcare side and the, and the other side so that's really what we do now uh, and really successful at is, is being that that connector between mm-hmm. the businesses and, and the disparities got it got it what what is the issue well i guess let's let's before we get into that, let's talk about a little bit about 
you mentioned this is your third iteration. Right. So what is height health all about that, that is kind of the new improved and next, right. next step along your journey. Right. Why, right. Why, why was, I guess, why was it so important that you start height health? Yeah. So, so, so the first version was connected care, which was a, a referral management software. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to do that, go into the technology space. And at the time I think it was just a matter of, you know, not having the knowledge and, and, and expertise or resources to actually make it happen. Mm-hmm. I went into the consulting space um, with United health group and Optum 360. So I actually learned about healthcare from the payer side, mm. uh, which changed my entire perspective. And then actually, went into you know i was all out in the west coast california new mexico all these different places uh delivering healthcare technology solutions uh so moved into the business and brand healthcare uh, which was more so working specifically with physicians but we realized we still weren't able to close those gaps because then we had to figure out you know you can't control physicians uh so you know how do we get done what we want to get done so uh, this third time was like okay we'll just do it on our own so mm-hmm. let's create health fairs and that's what we did we started uh, with our first health fair in forest park georgia back in july of 2021 uh, and we brought you know all different types of healthcare providers there but what we did was we went a step further and we said let's add a data component to it so let's actually do surveys and, and, and social determinants of health surveys, which we can talk about later, mm-hmm. and understand the true problems that the community is actually saying. And then now we can go to the powers that be of these bigger organizations with the budgets and you know, to, to the poor into these communities and say, hey, this is what's needed in this community. Right. So that's really how we got here in, in, into this point. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense uh, because not every community is the same and right. certainly an underserved community. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's what we realized, you know, we've, we've been as far, you know, South as down in Clayton County where a lot mm-hmm. of our events are, we've been, you know, up here in Alpharetta mm-hmm. and each community community, uh, you know, demands something different. So right. yeah, that's, that's part of what we look at is, you know, how can we uniquely and strategically design events and programs that can address the different health needs in each specific area? Got it. And so why a health fair? I mean, I mean, why that particular uh, venue mm-hmm. to connect with the community? Right. So our main thing, we looked at all the different disparities. We saw the access to care. So people having the ability to, to actually connect with it. And, you know, we can get these mobile buses and we do have them at our events, but we didn't really feel that that would truly connect the way we needed it to. Also, too, we looked at a broader perspective at social determinants of health. So what are all the different factors that impact health employment? Uh, uh, the uh, environment, uh, access uh, to, to education, job resources. And that's when we said, okay, we can address social determinants of health, which are all the factors that impact people's health through a health fair. Mm-hmm. So all of our health fairs have employment-related uh, resources there, uh, environmental-related, food-related, and healthcare-related resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so Let's talk about the issue of trust. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the yes. underserved communities, mm-hmm. absolutely. When it comes to um, healthcare and access to healthcare, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that connection. Yeah, definitely. And that's one of the things that a lot of our partners really depend on us, and you know, for is is developing that trust because there there are you know a lot of. Uh, I'm not even sure really how to phrase it, but again, the, the trust is not necessarily there sometimes with, sure. with a lot of the bigger organizations and in, in underserved communities. Um, and, you know, sometimes underserved community may not necessarily know what's going on on the side of a corporation, which is why a corporation had to do what it had to do with healthcare. Um, and they may think, you know, it's something that it's not, but, you know, oftentimes it, it's the other way around. Maybe a corporation went in for one reason or another and, 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 you know, maybe left for another reason. So, 
that's where we come in is that middle ground and say, okay, what's the big problem here is that we want to get people access to care and we want to make people ultimately healthy. That's our overall goal. So regardless of what's going on with, with this company or what this uh, you know group thinks, we still are going to be here as that, that middle middle ground to develop that trust, be that trusted resource, say we're going to get you connected to some type of resource because there's plenty of resources out there. You know, and that's how we feel. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that makes a lot of sense. So, um, so again, the, the whole idea of a health fair, mm-hmm. what does that look like? I mean, what, so your, your clients show up mm-hmm. at this health fair, you've, you, you've attracted them with something. Right, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, because healthcare on its own may, might not right, be what right. draws <laughs> draws everyone, right? Um, uh, so, uh, what 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 do people find when they get there? Right, and it, it really just depends again on the on the community. Um, you know, the churches uh, have been great great pillars in the communities that we partner with. Um, finding different community organizations and, and saying, "What do you want?" You know, in this community. We've led certain health fairs with, uh, you know, attaching a health fair onto a food pantry. Uh, so we have people, you know, in order to get to the food, you have to go through the health fair. We've attached health fairs onto uh, a job uh, fair that we have for second chance felons with an organization back in Atlanta. So they were coming there looking for jobs. But at the same time, you can get your blood pressure checked, you can get your, you know, see what your cholesterol is. So it's just a matter of us figuring out, you know, outside of healthcare, because you're right, healthcare is not. Sexy, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a big draw. But we figure out again, you know, what is it that these communities want? And then back to the data point, when people come into our health fairs, we ask them on the the check-in survey, you know, what is it that you want more of in your community? Right. So then the hope is the next year we go back, we bring more of those types of resources and then can continuously draw the community in. Yeah. No, that that makes a lot of sense. Now, you talked about the data you collect. Mm Mm-hmm during the health fair. Say more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So again, it's social determinants of health focus. So we, we looked at different uh, community engagement surveys at different, you know, trusted healthcare system provide and said, okay, what are the questions that they're asking? How can we go a step further and, and understand, you know, deeper since we're boots on the ground, if you will, in the community. Uh, and, uh, you know, with that, we find out, you know, do you have a primary care doctor? You know, are you vaccinated? Do you want to get vaccinated? Uh, do, you, do you know about mental health? Do you want to be a part of, you know, a, a virtual caregivers group? So there's multiple types of things that we can then ask and then really get to the core and the root of what each community wants. And then we work again with those those bigger organizations who have those budgets and a social arm to say, hey, we want to go into these communities, but we don't truly know what they want and they may not trust us fully. And then we say, okay, well, this is what we can develop. It may be another health fair or health event, or it may be a chronic disease management program. Um, so, but you know, it just depends again on on the community, and that's that's the what we do with the data. So, uh, I heard something there that uh, is is interesting. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you come into a community mm-hmm. with the idea you're just not going to do one health fair. Right. You're, you're going to do a series Absolutely. of of health fairs that build on what you learn over time. Right. Right. And okay. it's the health fairs is one. Um, we do it, you know, virtual or in-person events. So there's a lot of virtual workshops we do. And then there's a chronic disease management. So if we go into a community and realize, you know, that we've checked blood pressures and 50% of the people have hypertension. Well, Hey, we have a blood pressure management program we can put in here. Mm-hmm. If we realize you don't have access to internet, well, we can, you know, the, the affordable connectivity program, we can get you, you know, a free tablet and free internet in your home. Yeah. So, yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, so, what do you hope people walk away from when they when they go to a health fair? What 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 are the outcomes that you're hoping 
that happened from that the, the for biggest, them? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think the biggest thing that we look at is, you know, is there one component of your health that you can walk away with and be more knowledgeable about? Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't know that you had hypertension or high blood pressure and you may need to go see a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have not known about this job resource, employment resources out here to help you, you know, get a job and take care of your family. So that's our biggest thing. If you can walk away, you know, with one thing and, and just, you know, one one area of improvement that can at least get people's minds, you know, wandering and thinking, uh, we, we, we felt like we were successful. Yeah, that's great work. Uh, Terrence Height is with us, folks. Terrence Height Jr. Dad, be proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in healthcare too. So uh, he's very, yeah, he, he's, he's beaming. Um, uh, Terrence is the founder and CEO of Height Health. Uh, so, Terrence, let's talk about, you mentioned health disparities, health equity, and trying to, to um, I guess, reduce those disparities, right. right? Let's talk about the extent of the problem. Right, right. And, it, you know, it, it, it's like kind of like you can throw a dart, you know, at, at this point. One of the things we initially started off with was a very data-driven approach. I guess that's the NBA in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we looked at the areas that had the highest health disparities uh, and then we target those areas and say, we're going straight into these communities and we're going to bring the resources in. Um, so one of the things we look at is having a strong relationship with primary care providers, because that's you know basically the basis of what's called the healthcare continuum. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's a lot of things from a preventative care perspective that can be taken care of if people just go to a primary care doctor. Um, so, you know, with the disparities related to access to primary care physicians, well, that's what we address when we come in with a health fair. Just yeah. figure out, you know, how to get people connected to a primary care doctor. And then just kind of expand from there, depending on what the community needs. Uh, got it. So we, we, you talk about measuring that inequity. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? I mean, what, 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 what kind of data are you looking at right, right. To, to draw that conclusion in a particular neighborhood right and it's all types of data um so hersa um different you know uh, cdc data There's, now hersa what is that hersa is a health um, resource human resources services administration okay um and, and it, what it does but they they're just one of the organizations but a lot of the organizations put information out there on again a food desert for instance or a okay. primary care shortage area okay um, and we look at that and say okay well if this group you know only the the, the ratio of primary care doctors to to uh you know residents you know is off the charts in terms of in a negative way then how can we connect primary care resources to this area maybe there's telehealth that's needed and then from there we realize okay wait well these people don't even have internet or access to internet so we need to figure out how to get them some type of tablet and, and you know uh, help them from that perspective so it just really begins to build as we, we we start off with one thing which is again figuring out that access problem just providing them access to the resources and then from there building and going on what uh, yeah, I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Now, but do you look at like things like uh, life expectancy uh, or I say, okay, a, yeah. a re- occurrence of uh, particular disease mm-hmm. or um, that kind of thing? Do you also look at that? Absolutely. So life okay. expectancy, that's one of the biggest, you know, I guess points that we, we, we talk about is, you know, there's certain communities where uh, literally – from in the same zip, from one zip code to the next on the other side of community, you're talking about a 20 year difference mm. in life expectancy. Yeah, um, there's you know certain areas with with certain characteristics where you know these people may have you know higher hypertension or more mental health uh, you know 
problems. So uh, those are the types of things that we look at. And then when we go in with our data and our survey, and we can really validate that mm-hmm. and say, okay, this is what we're seeing. This is what the community is saying on the ground. Now, how do we find the, the resource or the service to bring into this community? Mm. So, okay. So you, you, you do these fairs, you find out what's needed. Um, and you do that through actual, uh, customer measurement, if you right. will, right? Right. Through yeah. surveys and what have you. What happens next? So that's when we go into the, the either the virtual events where we're doing workshops. So it may be, I mean, we you know uh, collaborated with American Heart Association back in February um, with the Forest Park Ministers Association because we'd done so many health fairs in that area mm-hmm. and we figured out that hypertension was a big problem here. So we talked about stroke, hypertension, heart health. Uh, and that was a workshop. And we followed that up with a chronic disease management program um, through a grant and a contract we got with the Department of Public Health to help people manage their high blood pressure, which is one of the you know big programs that we have running now. So that's the ultimate goal is finding sustainable programs that we can bring into the communities and then expand those programs and ultimately get people healthy that way. And do you find, I mean, I know the healthcare industry is huge and got a lot of different players mm-hmm. of all sizes, what 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 is how does the healthcare industry and the care providers respond to what you do? I mean, are they are they responsive? Do they want to be involved with underserved communities? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and and the thing is, I think too, when we talk about underserved communities, that's such, it's broad, right? It can be low income. It can be, um, uh, you know, it can be a, a veteran community. It can be a sixty five plus community. Mm-hmm. All those kind of fall into the category of that. So it just really just depends on the area we're going into. Um, but what we found is, you know, we've become a benefit, especially to a lot of the primary care providers uh, and primary care resources. Like Morehouse School of Medicine has the Heal Clinic. Mm. Um, they were they were at our uh, the second annual East Point Health Equity Summit, and they were doing you know cholesterol check, blood pressure checks, and all these, and, and they loved it. So things like that allow us to develop b- deeper and more ongoing relationships mm-hmm. to address bigger problems at scale. Yeah, wow, great work. So what are you looking for? I mean, what, what right. let, let's talk about um, how what the the kinds of uh, connections and mm-hmm. right, um, right. Uh, whatnot that you're looking for to help build your business. Right. The biggest thing we're looking for now is just the relationships uh, with the organizations that have that social impact arm. Because mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we again put on the NBA hat, you know, and understanding how businesses operate. We understand that, uh, you know, obviously you want to you know, make money, make profit if you're a for-profit organization. Uh, but at the same time, there, there's a social good arm that a lot of these organizations have. And I just don't think they necessarily are, are mobilized as best they can be sometimes. So we are that that group, that conduit can come in and say, you know, we understand how you operate and mm-hmm. we understand the communities. Let us help you with your social impact, specifically in the healthcare space. Right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And do you find that, I mean, even for those companies that maybe um, don't have what they call a social impact mm-hmm. arm, they, they still have a desire right yes to to be involved in some way right absolutely absolutely i think at the end of the day john you know we're dealing with humans and and i think people care you know and Mm -hmm. and i really do and i just think it's just a matter of you know from from the the business side you know how do we get into the community where do we go because again you can throw a dart and find a problem um so that's just kind of where we are is you know how do we get our voice out there you know partner with these bigger organizations and then again address these issues at scale well, I mean, it's real easy to throw money at something and throw right. resources at something, not just money, but resources at at, at a community. Mm-hmm. 
but you want that to be sustainable. Right. So Absolutely. that that's really what you're helping them yes. get to is uh, they can make decisions about the investments that are sustainable so that right. they will be there over the long haul and that benefits them and the community. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's our perspective is, is going into communities, doing multiple things in communities and really staying engaged in the long term. Saying mm-hmm. we're here for the long term. You all may come in and out, but if we can develop a sustainable program. Maybe you pass to the next corporation for the next five to 10 years to support and so on and so forth until we can really you know solve the, the issues and really address the disparities wow great work terrence height jr folks with height health uh he's the ceo of height health uh, terrence this has been great i mean what great work yeah. you're doing thank you uh, thank you yeah and uh but but before we let you go we got to get to the most important question is mm-hmm. how folks can get in touch yeah absolutely uh so you can reach us at our website it's my last name h-i-g-h-t dot health so www.height.health or, or you can call our office directly 404-614-0710 terrific terrence height folks with Height Health. He's the founder and CEO of his company. Uh, Terrence, congratulations on the great work you're doing. You. And we're just delighted we could shine the light on that work. So yep. keep keep thank it up. You. Thanks so much, John. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, thank you. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. If you are having some health issues in your back office, <laughs> and you know what I mean by that, uh, your bookkeeping's a mess, or you, you've got all these to-dos, uh, your to-do list is crazy long and you can't get to all of it you've got administrative tasks that are driving you nuts and you you know you shouldn't be really working on those you should be giving those to someone else the whole the team at office angels have they have got a whole team of angels that will fly in get that work done for you and they'll fly out and they do it on an ongoing or as needed basis and they do fantastic work i know this myself because they helped me with my business and i couldn't run my business without them so if you're shy, go to officeangels.us and check them out. But my suggestion is just give them a call, 678-528-0500. They are fantastic. Just tell them what your issue is, and they will uh, craft a solution for you and get the right people for you and get you on the road to feeling less stressful about your business. And just a quick reminder, uh, uh, two two reminders actually. Uh, we've got a uh, I've got a book coming out later this year. It's called The Price and Value Journey: How to Raise Your Confidence, Your Value, and Your Pricing Using the Generosity Mindset Method. Go to PriceValueJourney.com to learn more. If you're a professional services provider struggling with business development and pricing issues, it may be a book that you might enjoy. Um, but we would uh, love to uh, get your feedback on that as well. And uh, speaking of feedback, uh, you have done just enormous good for us and for our guests in supporting this show, and I'm so grateful to you, our audience, for that support. Uh, we're now at show, coming up on show number six, 700, which is hard for me to believe, uh, after seven, almost seven and a half years that we're at show number 700 for North Fulton Business Radio. And we've only gotten this far because of you. So thank you for your support. Thank you as you continue to share the show. Uh, you like us on social media and support us there. And we're just grateful that you continue to do that. So thank you for helping us live into our mission to be the voice of business in the North Fulton region. 
So for my guest, Terrence Height Jr., I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.